Welcome, welcome, welcome to Vividly Speaking with Dr. Vivid. That's me. <laughs> I am your pint-sized, fun-sized, travel-sized therapist on the pod and in real life. Here, we talk about mental health, wellness, the daily stressors. We laugh, we cry, we hold space. And most importantly, we focus on things that will help you be a greater you. So let's just get into it right now. Air horns, air horns. Hello, 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 and welcome to season three, episode one of Vividly Speaking with who else but me, (laughs) Dr. Vivid. Did you miss me? Because I missed you. Uh, uh. Did you miss me? Uh, uh. Like I missed you. Uh, uh. I hope you had a wonderful start to your 2023. I hope that your Black History Month was litty. And I hope that your Women's History Month, yes, it is Women's History Month for the month of March. The month of March. Yes, it is. I hope it's great. I hope that you're giving big ups to the women in your life that have made an impact I hope that you're giving big ups to you if you identify as a woman, whether that be a cisgendered, a trans, or female presenting. Do not forget you. Because every day that you breathe and you decide to do something, you are creating a ripple. A ripple. In the tapestry that is history. You add a little thread to it. <laughs> so I took some time off. I told you I was taking a break. I definitely meant to come back in February, but I said, I need some time. I need some time. And I've been um, doing some things, which we'll get to later in the podcast, but I did miss you. Um, Updates, updates, updates. The kids are still crazy. Love them. Um, They're my glorified roommates. They still haven't paid rent. Big surprise. Shocker. I have been working on hella projects. Shocker. (laughs) Can't wait to slowly reveal them as uh, spring begins to sprungeth. (laughs) So you'll be hearing some exclusives. I'm excited about that. And I've really been focused on, um, you know, guys, I pick a word um, to symbolize symbolize what I want for the next year and also motivate me through the ups and the downs of that year because we are human. We will experience ups and downs. Um, So I chose the word greater for 2023. 2022 was bigger. And I am just making room for greater in my life. Um, And with greater vision comes greater responsibility, come greater obstacles. And I'm prepared for that. I'm prepared for that. And I love it here. Um, I'm learning so much about myself in this pursuit of greater and this embracing um, of greater. 
I'm learning about about my boundaries. I'm learning about about my limits. I'm learning about about I'm learning a lot about how I sh- create my vision, what influences my vision, and how to stand stronger and more confidently in my vision. But that's what's going on with me. How you been doing? How's your mental health? Your physical health? Your spiritual health? How are all of those things? Hmm? What have you been up to in my absence? I kind of, you know, I fell back. I let you know I was falling back. I didn't ghost you, though, because I don't do that. But I want to know how you've been feeling, what you've been doing, and what have you been focused on in terms of your greater I really want to know. So make sure you hit me up on social media. Make sure you jump into my inbox. Contact at Dr. D-O-C-T-O-R. Spelled out, you know, vivid.com. Because I love hearing from y'all. I miss you guys so much. And I'm just excited for this third season. Shout out to my podcast network, Connected Podcast. They've been growing so much. Thank you for the support that you've given me um, to make a third season possible. They've been anxiously waiting <laughs> but I'm I'm so excited to be back. We got more topics. We got guests lined up. Oh, we doing some things differently this season. And you're gonna you gonna either fuck with them or you're gonna be like, I, I, I gotta get used to this. Remember, change can be good. Embrace the change. Embrace the good. Embrace the growth. Okay? But before we get into all that, let's go ahead and jump right in. To one of y'all favorite segments. It ain't going nowhere. You know what time it is. Let go. What's happening? What goes on here? Oh. So since it's been a few weeks since I talked to y'all, let's just get into a line. Let's just line them up and knock them down. <clears throat> Number one, everyone who's upset about Jonathan Majors, what was it, his Essence cover? Like, shut up. The fact that y'all sat here on Marci Martin and Issa Rae's internet, on Nipsey Hussle's internet, and you got mad at a man for following some crazy cool creative direction and wearing some pink and red and some boots. Y'all said you guys are emasculating him. Shut up. Like, your definition of masculinity is yours. Don't be over here telling these men, <laughs> the men folk, everything they do, you say that it's homosexual or it's emasculating. I literally, then, such Santana, Lord have mercy, I love you. Santana, Santana, Santana. But she, we telling Jonathan Majors he can't wear his pink and his red, his furry coats and his open chest. And he can't pose seductively. Saucy Santana told all the straight men, you can't smoke hookah because that's gay. Shut it up. Shut it up. Y'all are telling men that having a game night with their friends is homosexual. Shut up. Just admit that y'all 
have been societally wired to not see men as protectors or providers. You're like, y'all don't need no emotional range whatsoever. And then you get upset when you encounter partners or encounter friends who don't show you different sides of emotionality or you feel like have stunted emotional intelligence. Yes, because you're telling them that they don't have room to explore their emotions, explore what their um, representation of themselves are. Cut it out. Who else? Who else are we lining up and knocking down? <sighs> Fuck DeSantis. All right, next. Um, the Proud Boys. Fuck y'all too. Um, y'all came to my city and tried to shut down Drag Queen story time, which is mad weird. Like, y'all are fine with like a random person in a Elmo costume, dancing with your kids and entertaining them for an hour and a half to two hours in a costume that's probably sweaty as fuck um, and smells like the tears of toddlers and the, the almost teen spirit of exasperated middle schoolers watching their little sister and brother's birthday party go down because their parents made them be there. <laughs> But a person who you can actually see that you can converse with that's not going to be silent for them <laughs> for their time and just make weird body gestures in a suit, you know, that's going to actively read to your children and tell them to be themselves. And you can see their face. You can see if they're registered as <laughs> an offender. You can see who they are. You are bothered. You are bothered, and you're saying that they're pushing an agenda. Literary agenda, my dude? What, what agenda? They're trying to read your kids a damn story. And if you don't want them to come and read your kids a damn story, don't let your kids participate. Like, what's not clicking? If you don't want them to participate in Drag Queen Story Hour, okay, keep their ass home. Love that for you. Read them Good Night Moon under the safe haven of your own home. You can teach your kids whatever you want. Cool. But don't take advantage, don't take experiences away from other kids and other families who wish to experience and interact with kind people who just want to read Llama Llama Red Pajama and some bomb-ass concealer and some great lashes with a lot of fucking glitter and actually are hilarious and could interact with your children a lot better than some of your average adults. Like, y'all got to figure out what what hill y'all want to die on. Like, and if, again, fuck DeSantis. I just want to say that again. Um, Who else? Everybody who was disappointed with Rihanna's Super Bowl performance, shut up. If you've never been pregnant, if you've never been in the air pregnant, if you've never had to come back and deal with the fact that you have been missing on the scene for like six years, shut up. She gave you stunning production value. She gave you homage to Andre Leon Talley. She gave you 
uh, uh, listen, marketing, plug, products. She gave you angles and she gave you a baby. She brought a whole baby. She brought a whole baby. Did you bring a baby to the Super Bowl? Did you bring a baby? No, you didn't. So I want you to be quiet because y'all stressing me out. (sighs) What is happening? Like, what goes on here? Y'all mad at Rihanna? She ain't going to never release no music because y'all just keep pissing her off. And I'm just like, oh my God, stop it. So, oh, okay. Trigger warning. We're going to be talking about end of life, mortality shit today. Um, so just wanted to let you know, okay? This was your time to to fast forward. I can't give you a time marker because I'm actually recording in real time, but I wanted to give you the space. All right. So for the last couple of weeks, um, my friends and I have been dealing with a hard realization our asses are getting older. <laughs> and because we are getting older, our parents, our grandparents, our guardians are getting older. Um, I had a dear friend of mine. Her mom passed away from cancer last week. Um, not that long after she was given her diagnosis and they told her she had six months. It wasn't six months. I have another friend who is dealing with parents in their 80s declining. Um, Other friends that parents have passed away. Grandparents who aided in raising them passing away. And for myself, this hits me personally because my grandmom is, um, I have a grandmother that's 80 and I have a grandmother that's 87. And I am watching as her hearing has changed drastically. And she forgets, uh, retells the same story a little more frequently. Um, Not remembering that she's already told me. Not your normal, like, neurodivergent or like, oh, I'm excited to tell you this. She really forgot. She didn't know. She just, she's this information. She's presenting information to me as if it's new. Um, My other grandmother, somewhat, she's having some of those, um, some memory things, but not as, you know, you know, in your face as it was with my 87-year-old grandmother and my mother. She is 53 years old. Um, And as of today, March 1st, 2023, this is day five of me helping her through her opioid withdrawal as she is coming down from methadone maintenance treatment. And um, she had been, my mother is 20 plus years clean from uh, crack crack cocaine. She is seven years clean from heroin, but she had been on methadone maintenance for years on and off. And these last eight years, almost eight years straight, to finally kick, and she went from 160 milligrams a day of methadone, which is a hella high dose, to 20 milligrams. And um, when you're detox, she asked to be put on a detox track, but they weren't really listening to her, 
And she felt as though it became more of a money, a body needs to be here thing than we're trying to actively help her detox. So she just decided to walk away. And this is not uncommon. You have people who get in like the 40, 10, 20 range who are just like, all right, I'm going to detox. I'm going to go into the hospital, do a 28 day, do two weeks or do it at home. And it is hard. My mother, she doesn't have insurance. So she's been doing it at home and she's been having these symptoms this week withdrawal symptoms and the mortality issue for me is that when you're dealing with withdrawal like alcohol or opioid it can be fatal if not handled appropriately if not supervised appropriately if not um the proper interventions aren't taken when people get close to that line and I um being very very spiritual tapped spiritually tapped in one of the other days before I had to call the EMTs, I, f- I kept hearing these songs play that were connected to my ancestors, my family members who had passed on. And I was like, let me get to the, let me get up here, let me get down here. I'm going to run. My mom lives 40 minutes from me. So I had been coming back and forth to, to check on her. And as I walked in she um, to her apartment, I heard her talking to her, my granddad, who has been passed on since I was seven. And I said, oh, okay. Like, this is a make or break moment. Um, She could be ready to let it all go or she could fight. And it was at that moment that I realized, oh, my gosh. A lot of us, me and my friends, we were not prepared for our parents to leave us. Not just emotionally, but financially. I feel like too often we're having a conversation about how to handle our parents' passing way too late. Like when we actively see them deteriorating or they suddenly leave us. We need to have more conversations about what to do when death happens. Because the financial strain, the emotional strain of trying to guess or make your best estimate of what these people wanted is hard. And I feel like I'm going to speak for myself as a black woman. I've had clients and friends and family members. Sometimes when you're trying to bring up death, our elders, our caregivers, our parents will look at you like (laughs) you almost wishing death upon them by bringing up this conversation. No, I want to have a conversation with you real time. I want to have a conversation while while you're in sound body, mind, and spirit. I want to have a conversation with you where you can clearly tell me what your wishes are, how you want to go about things. I want to have a real conversation about finances. I want to have a real conversation about things you absolutely don't want to happen. Let's have the conversation now so we don't have to struggle and do the guesswork and that interferes with or makes our grieving process really difficult. If you happen to hear Jojo in the background of this recording, take it as a sprinkle dankle of joy. (laughs) 
I am currently recording in, um, in my bedroom, which is across from or down the hall from JoJo's bedroom. And my mom's resting downstairs in my normal recording space. But that ain't an apology. That's just me telling you what it is. Because I am apologizing for being a human. Okay. <laughs> Back to at hand. Um, I found, like, my friend is burying her mom. And if not for the fact that she had the wherewithal to ask her mom where her last wishes were randomly and pick out her phone and record it, she wouldn't have an idea what to do. But everything else... She doesn't know about. She doesn't know what accounts are available to her or any assets. She doesn't know, like, okay, so if if this happens, who would you want to defer to? What do you want written about you? What what would you want people to say? Is there something that you absolutely cannot, you can't see a part of the vision for us celebrating your life? It's so hard. We're so scared to talk about death that we avoid the reality of what will happen if we don't. If we don't, it leads to confusion. If we don't talk about our last wishes, it leads to more heartache, more emotional strain, you know. Let's have more conversations about insurance policies and making sure our family members and friends have life insurance and health insurance and some type of something or if you cuz it's so it's really stressful to watch my friends basically doing everything they can to find money to send <laughs> to send their parents off essentially to celebrate them and have their final hurrah I've watched it with my own family members because the conversation is so taboo. Not less, oh, we talk about death and money? No, we got to. Or else we leave a trail of tears and broken hearts and headaches when we're gone. It's so difficult to... There's so many things that lead up to laying someone to rest, you know, do they want to be cremated? Do they want to be buried? Do they want to be a tree? Do they want their ashes to be spread? Do they want their ashes to be given to other family members? Um, what are the religious uh, and cultural concerns and things? Who, who, you know, do they want a memorial service? Do they want a funeral? Do they want, you know, it's, do they want to be buried with family? Do they want to be here um, who was handling the insurance policy? Who's handling the trust? Who's handling the state? Who's, it's, it's so many, who gets the, what's going to happen with the house, the cars, the, the unpaid bills, you know, so many things that we need to talk about. Um, and the, the, the irony of it is I have more conversations with my friends, um, about what I want for me than I've had with my grandparents and my my parents. Um, My friends know, okay, this is what I think I want for me right now. I could edit, 
before, <laughs> but these are the things I want to be done and this is how. And I think a lot of that, unfortunately, comes from seeing of a lot of our friends and acquaintances um, die so young due to tragedy and, you know, hood violence and shit of that nature. So we've had these deep ass conversations, but... I think when you think about having them with your parents, it's like, even though we know it's not real, there's a piece of us that believes that, like, our parents are our parents forever, so they have to, like, kind of linger here. (laughs) And that's just not it. It's not real. So I've been having conversations with my mother about what she wants and how she wants it done. And, yes, it it was um, triggered by this withdrawal process, but we've been having conversations about this for, uh, I want to say really maybe for a couple of months off and on as I try to bring things up, not to, you know, bring the mood down, but like, Hey, I want to have this written down somewhere or say that I had this conversation with you and be able to record it or, you know, come back to it so we can put it, put it on paper while, it's not why I'm in a good state and I can take in everything because at the end of the day, it's all about honoring that person, honoring their legacy, honoring their impact, honoring their light, honoring their connection with the world. And I don't want to let dumb shit like mommy say she wanted this. She wanted this get in the way because let me tell you something, weddings, funerals, and births of children will rip families apart. People want to argue about how things supposed to be done, how it's supposed to look, what this person didn't want. Mm-mm. Get it out the way. Have that conversation. Also, the emotional stress and burden of trying to like figure it all out while you're going through the cycle of grief. That's just the worst. Like, let's have more candid conversations about this. So we don't have to constantly be putting GoFundMe's up when our loved ones pass away. Or we don't have to feel like I had to settle for this homegoing um, celebration. This isn't what they wanted, but I wasn't prepared, so this is all I could do. And I'm not talking about, like, the fancies of things, but, you know, death is expensive, too. And the reality is, it's a business. (laughs) From the obituaries getting printed, the flowers and the arrangements, the, the, the caskets, the limos, the plots, the urn, the memorial fees, the doves, the cultural rituals and folk that need to be in place. It's a lot. So let's make sure that we're having these conversations while we're well. So when we are emotionally drained, we're not doing these grief-laden emotional and mental gymnastics, you know? I think it's just just so interesting Um, getting older. It, it makes you think about your mortality too. So, 
I'm, while I'm having these conversations with my friends, I'm putting things in motion so my kids are okay. Um, guys, this is this has been a week, and I've talked to so many of my my friends about um, this subject, and I said we gotta really start having these conversations more and not just in our circles. You know, I want to have, there's so many brunches and conferences and workshops for (laughs) how to get your business off the ground, how to create an LLC. Let's see more about trust in estates and wills and end of life planning. That's what we need. And let and don't hit us over the head with these fees either. Like, God dang, we already about to be hit over the head with emotions. Don't come in and charge us a million dollars <laughs> just so we could get the blueprint of how to do this appropriately. I understand things are businesses, but sometimes I see things that I'm like, this is this is predatory. <laughs> we don't need that. We need real and we need a lot of that within the black community. Um we need a lot of that financial literacy to come to us from real resources that aren't community predators. And yeah, in the life needs to be a big chunk of that. Because we aren't taught that. <sighs> Mortality. I want to live forever. I thought about that. Living forever. I used to, I'm one of the things that I'm, I'm really, I have a fear of death because I don't truthfully know in my rational, logical mind what happens. So I was thinking like, if I could, could I, could I live forever? Like, what would that existence be like? Would I be sad because I could live forever and the other people in my life couldn't, so I'm constantly mourning? Or would I just get tired of humans and seeing the same shit and <laughs> just be like, please, take me? Because <laughs> sometimes humans, we do things, DeSantis, that just make us feel like, mm-mm, I'm ready to go. Punch my ticket because y'all just don't know what the hell do y'all doing down here. <laughs> I'm serious, and I'm not serious, but I'm serious at this time. So, are you having conversations, or are you willing to start having those conversations with your loved ones? Uh, I, 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 I want you to. I'm encouraging you to. And if you're scared to, I want you to write down, like, what scares you about it. What are the pros and cons of this conversation? How do you think it will be received? And present that to your loved ones. Like, I've had time to think about this. I've had time to sit with this. And this is what I have come up with. And it was hard for me to bring this to you. And these are the hardest things for me to discuss. Are we on the same page with the hard things? Do you see this differently? But... Whatever you you think, I want to know your feedback because I love you and I want your legacy to be respected, to be honored. I want you to feel celebrated in the way that you deserve and you see for yourself. 
let's not wait. Let's not wait until our last gasp in dramatic theatrical fashion. Let's talk about it right now while we got time. Now it's time for Whale Mail. This is where I read your questions, your topic suggestions, and I give you a bit of feedback, a bit of advice, or a bit of my, you know, clinical expertise just for you. If you want to submit questions or topics to Whale Mail, please, you can email me at contact at drvivid.com or hit me up in these social media streets. Slide into my DMs, but talk to me nice. <laughs> in my Instagram, Dr. Vivid. Twitter, Dr. Vivid. Dr. spelled out. Or the Tiki Talkie. Today's Whale Mail comes from TikTok. Um, one person slid into the DMs and said, How do you deal with the possibility that a loved one could relapse after all of the work and help you've given them? What you have to do is realize that you aren't God and you aren't that person. So though you may want the best for them, they can't achieve their personal best until they are personally ready. Also, that relapse is a natural part of the substance abuse and recovery process. It can happen once, it can happen twice, it can happen many times. You have to be at peace with the fact that someone has to go on their own journey and they will not reach the end of their active use journey until they feel necessary. And give yourself some grace. All right, all right, all right. Now it is time to take a beat. This is the part of the episode where I get into the music that I've been listening to, what's been feeding my soul, what's been helping me cope, what's been helping me cry, process, what's giving me joy, what's on repeat. So, Chloe, go ahead and drop that album, girl. I've been listening to... A lot of Chloe, as in Chloe Bailey. So pray it away. How does it feel featuring Chris Brown? Um, what else have I been listening to? A lot of Fallout Boy. I love Fallout Boy, so I had to have some nostalgic moments. My songs Know What You Did in the Dark. Um, Ooh Ah by Manny Wells. Um, Snow Allegra. Um, Find Someone Like You. Gloria, the entire album. Sam Smith. Specifically, I'm not here to make friends. That is my shit. Um, Breaking Point by Leon Thomas. Flowers by Miley Cyrus. Like, come on, get into it. It's it's some really good music um, that I've been just putting on repeat. Cuff It, the remix, the Weta remix by Queen Beyonce. If any of y'all got those Beyonce tickets that I was supposed to give and I don't have right now, please think of me. And also, tell me what you've been listening to, okay? (laughs) 
All right, all right. It's time to do it yourself. This is the part of the episode where we talk about what we can do for ourselves, right? And that means coping strategies, stress relief, stress management, things that we can do to just make our lives a little bit easier. And word to my girl Miley Cyrus, I can buy myself flowers. Uh, uh, Yes, buy yourself flowers, buy yourself a meal, buy yourself a card, buy yourself a cute snack, a I'm thinking of you gift, because you should dote upon yourself as much as you dote upon other people. Don't wait for people to celebrate you or to tell you that you're, you matter. Remind yourself that you are thinking of you. Remind yourself that you deserve a cheer up, a pick me up, a just because. And get in the habit of doing it. And it does not have to be an expensive thing. Make yourself a meal that you would love someone to make for you. And eat it with a smile on that beautiful face. What are you going to do for your gift this week? You can make it a big gift. You can make it a small gift. Hell, you can make it a multi-part gift. Multiple gifts. Treat yourself. (laughs) Remember, you are a gift. So don't ever feel guilty about showing yourself love. And now it's time for the cool down. This is the part of the episode where we focus on mindfulness, body awareness, relaxation, breathing, and most importantly, you. Now, during the cool down, I may do things like ask you to close your eyes, take deep breaths, or follow along as I guide you through visualization task. It's best if you participate in the cool down when you're in a safe place, in a safe state, and free of distractions. If you're around distractions or you are not in a place where you can sit lay or stand while going through this uninterrupted it's okay this is a podcast you can pause stop and come back to me when you're ready let's begin let's start with a deep breath in Now exhale. Mm, That was a good one. Let's do that again. Inhale. Exhale. To check and see if you're taking a proper deep breath, you can place your hands on your tummy. When you inhale, 
remember that your tummy should inflate like a balloon. And when you exhale, the air is being released and that balloon should deflate. Let's put our hands on our tummies, our stomachs, and let's try that deep breath again. Inhale. Good job. Today, I want you to lay down or recline. Let your body just relax. Don't tense up. Let your body rest as it naturally desires. And we're going to close those eyes and practice resting. You deserve rest. You deserve peace. You are not your labor. You are more than your labor. Rest is necessary. Rest will feed your spirit. Keep our eyes closed and take a few moments of rest together, quietly. we take a moment to acknowledge our body thank your body for all that it's done for you today this week this month this year let's take our last deep breath inhale gratitude 
exhale, labor. Thank you for taking a moment to indulge in the cool down. I implore you to take more moments because you're worth it and you deserve it. Look what three minutes can do. Let's practice this once a day. Thank you for being here. You matter. This has been the cool down. That is a wrap on this episode one of season three, my third season. Wild. Thank you so much for all of your listens. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you for all your subscriptions. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on all your favorite podcast platforms. I just can't wait to get into the rest of the season with you. Apparently, Chloe can't wait either because she is meowing incredibly loud, like the most vocal cat I've ever heard in my life. But anyway, (laughs) I want to just thank you for all of your kindness. Thank you for listening to the podcast while I was on my break. It was playing them episodes back. We love that for us. We love that for you. And remember that you don't owe the world anything. You owe yourself everything. And also, because it's stuck in my head, I just want to rock. Bye-bye. All right, bye. (laughs)